This is Radio Stockdale. Welcome to Radio Stockdale. I'm your host, Michael Sears, at the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership. Dr. Joshua Stuklik received a doctorate in philosophy from the University of Pittsburgh. His primary area of research lies at the intersection of ethics and action theory. He's also a senior fellow at the Stockdale Center, and we're talking about practical wisdom. All right, Joshua, here's the big question. What is practical wisdom? Well, Michael, uh, thank you for having me on, right? That's sort of the million-dollar question. Uh, What is practical wisdom? Practical wisdom, or prudence, has traditionally been classified as one of the cardinal virtues. That's one of the virtues that's really important to have, along with temperance, justice, and courage. The function of practical wisdom is to enable us to deliberate and judge well about our actions and circumstances in which considerations about rules or virtues don't necessarily determine a particular action but where the right decision is all going to lie in the details of the situation. So, you know, sometimes it's clear what the virtues require us to do. And the challenge is just to have, you know, like the strength or the integrity to do the right thing. But there's other times where it's not going to be obvious what the virtuous thing to do is, um, either because it's not obvious what virtue should be applied to the situation or because certain virtues seem to be in conflict with each other or because it's just not clear how to translate our virtues into action. And that's where practical wisdom comes in. Let me back you up just for a second. Practical wisdom. You're talking about about wisdom. Do I have to understand geometry? These are the ancient Greeks, right? So do I have to understand geometry? What is that wisdom part? How smart do I have to be? I would say practical wisdom is not the same as having a high IQ or being a straight A student. Right, we all know the difference between what people call book smarts and what they call street smarts. And practical wisdom is more like the latter. So someone can know a lot about chemistry or physics or engineering and not be practically wise. Heck, I think someone can know a lot about Aristotle and ancient Greek philosophy and not be practically wise. And that's just because practical wisdom turns on experience and good judgment about particulars and not about learning general theoretical propositions about virtue or other matters. That's why I think people, when people think about wisdom in a sense of, you know, who do you turn to for advice in difficult situations, it's not necessarily going to be their smartest friends, right, or their college professors, but it might be more someone like a parent or an older sibling or a grandparent. Um, They might not have like a formal education, but they have the sort of life experience that really makes for practical wisdom. Okay, so I get that, Josh. You don't have to be smart to be virtuous, but but can you be virtuous if you're not smart? Well, you know, I, I think practical wisdom, even though it's not a kind of book smarts, it is a kind of intelligence. Um, so Aristotle, for example, taught that in order to have any of the virtues, at least in the kind of a full or mature sense, you, you do need a sort of wisdom. And the reason for that lies in his teaching that virtue lies in a golden mean of action and feeling. So, you know, we might have this idea that a courageous person, for example, is just someone who's been drilled to not feel fear in dangerous situations so that he or she can go into any situation with guns blazing, right? Uh, but in reality, that's, that's a caricature of courage. 
um, it's not enough to be courageous that one is just able to control fear and act boldly. There are a lot of times when rushing into danger might just be foolish or reckless and end up costing you your life or the lives of others. So you're only being truly courageous if you're acting for a good end and your plan has some chance of success and you're not unnecessarily endangering yourself or others. And more generally than Aristotle says that acting virtuously involves acting and experiencing emotions at the right times and about the right things and towards the right people for the right reasons and in the right manner. Uh, it's not easy to get all those things right, and it takes practical wisdom to grasp all those factors on a case-by-case -case basis. So again, then someone who has practical wisdom, right? you don't need to be a, a physics genius, you don't need to be a rocket science, but you do need that sort of life experience to get those sort of factors right in a practical dilemma or a practical situation. So it's not just Aristotle, right? It's, uh, I mean, Thomas Aquinas has some things to say about practical wisdom. That's right. So just a little bit about Thomas Aquinas. He was a medieval philosopher and theologian. Uh, his life work was to synthesize some of the best ideas from classical philosophers like Plato, Aristotle, and the Stoics, and integrate those with Christian revelation. I mean, while he's a Christian philosopher, though, not everything he writes depends on his religious commitments. So people today still turn to Aquinas to study his ideas about things like virtue and just war. Um, and I think Aquinas is, is really an important sense, uh, source of insight about practical wisdom because while Aristotle insists that practical wisdom is necessary to live a virtuous life, he doesn't really have a lot to say about what practical wisdom consists in. While on the other hand, Aquinas writes a whole lot about practical wisdom. Uh, which he calls, by the way, by its Latin name, prudentia, which means prudence. So prudence is another name for practical wisdom. Uh, there's actually a, a section in his work, the Summa Theologiae, which is known as the Treatise on Prudence. And Aquinas there, he's aiming to integrate what Aristotle says about prudence with things that later philosophers like Cicero and Macrobius wrote about practical wisdom. So, so there's a lot of depth here going back a long, long way, but it, it, it is it is still current. Let's let's talk to our audience for a second. And the audience, not all military folks, but you know, what do military officers need to understand about practical wisdom? Well, I think insofar as military officers are tasked of acting virtuously for the common good, they do need practical wisdom. Uh, there's there's a, a case that the midshipmen discuss in their NE203 course. I think is a really excellent example here. Uh, it's, it, there it's called the boat people case. It's based on a real incident that occurred in the 1980s that involved the USS Dubuque. Uh, so for any listeners who don't know the story, the Dubuque was transitioning in the South China Sea on its way to minesweeping in the Persian Gulf. It was behind schedule and it encountered this adrift boat carrying refugees from Vietnam trying to go to the Philippines. And the captain had to figure out what he was going to do with these refugees. I think this was, it was a problem for practical wisdom because the Navy's standing orders didn't necessitate any single course of action here. It left things open to some extent to the commanding officer's judgment and discretion. So he could embark the passengers, uh, but that would likely put his mission way behind schedule, or he could reprovision them and send them on their way. Uh, the other issue, though, was that the translator was having a difficult time understanding the refugee's dialect. So there was uncertainty about how long this boat had been at sea and the number of people on board. Uh, and just to make a long story short, the captain decided to reprovision the passengers rather than embark them. But due to poor 
communication and poor translation, he drastically underestimated how long they'd been at sea, how much food they would need. And they ran out of food after just a few days. And like 30 people died before they were finally rescued. I think that, you know, Aristotle and Aquinas would say that the captain's decision here was not a very prudent one. And the reason is because part of practical wisdom is being attentive to all the relevant circumstances and details, to be cautious in the face of uncertainty so that you can anticipate and avoid any bad effects that could result from your choices. Um, so from my understanding of the case, it seems the captain didn't pay enough attention about the fact that the information he was getting might have been unreliable because of poor communication. Uh, if he'd exercised more practical wisdom, he probably would have gone better information or taken the safer course of action and embarked the refugees. So he didn't have to be on that refugee ship. I mean, the captains had a lot of experience at sea, clearly, and he knew that he probably didn't understand everything that was going on, but he still took action. That's right. So we, we work out a lot at the Naval Academy. Uh, you know, we're trying to build muscle. We're trying to build resilience. How can you improve or build on your practical wisdom? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, Aristotle says practical wisdom comes mainly from experience. One way we can develop practical wisdom is by reflecting on our own successes and failures to identify where things went right or wrong, reflecting on cases and sea stories like the ones we were like the one we were just talking about. Also, I think help us develop our practical wisdom. These cases they hone our moral vision so that we can learn their lessons and apply them to future cases that might be similar in certain ways. And finally, Aristotle thinks there's a reciprocal relationship between practical wisdom and moral virtue. Just like we need practical wisdom to be virtuous, so too we need the virtues if we're going to be practically wise. So if someone is arrogant, for example, that will hamper her ability to listen to the advice and expertise of others. And so her decision-making won't be as good as it otherwise would have been. And if someone isn't in control of their desires or emotions, like their desire for pleasure or fear, they won't always be thinking carefully through all the details of their situation, right? They'll make rash decisions. So for that reason, I think it's important for prudence that we also practical the ethical virtues, especially virtues like humility and courage and temperance. I guess what I'm hearing you say is the way to, to build on this is to know yourself as well as you possibly can, which, by the way, takes work. It's not just living. It's actually living and, and questioning and assessing the actions you're doing and also understanding and be present in the context that you're actually in, which means being present. Understand where you are, right? That's right. Dr. Joshua Stuklik, thank you for joining us on Radio Stockdale. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Radio Stockdale, a series of podcasts produced by the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership at the United States Naval Academy. You can hear more podcasts at stockdalecenter.com slash podcasts. 